Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. And welcome to our world. Tonight, we have a jam-packed show for you that you're just not even going to believe. Let's start off with the party of the GOP has lost its ever-loving mind and proved there is no leadership in that party that has any honor or any honesty in their bones. By them getting rid of the most honest person they had in their party, I think they're going to regret it because they just unleashed the dragon. Also, the daycare is open again back at the White House and at Congress and at the Capitol as the bully and racist congresswoman and I use that term loosely, Marjorie Taylor Greene, which is Donald Trump in address, actually chases a congresswoman, AOC, around the Capitol. How should AOC handle this? Also, alleged child trafficking, dating women that are under 17, and I don't understand it, and I'm not even going to try. Matt Gates, Donald Trump's new kiss-ass man, just can't seem to shut up. So we're going to discuss that later on tonight. Also, in entertainment news, Taylor Swift has done it again and making music history. So is that enough for you tonight? I hope so. Everybody sit back and relax and grab your favorite cocktail and let All You Need to Know Radio, your host, John Hollywood, and Almost Warwards with Warwards and None, take control for the next hour as All You Need to Know Radio, America's number one show around America and around the world, starts right now. You want me? I got you. I got you. I am so in love with this woman. I'm gay, but I do not care. She is so hot. Unbelievably. If you do not know who DeLupa is, you must be living under a rock. She had the breakup song of last year called uh, Don't Show Up. Don't Go Out. If you don't want to see me dancing with someone else because I've moved on from your sorry ass, then you should stay home. So, with that, let's welcome the one, the only, almost Warriors with Warriors and None. Welcome, almost. Hello, John. Thanks for the kind words. How you doing? I am fantastic. How are you doing? Another beautiful day. I'm so glad that the uh, bad weather in Dallas is broken. It is truly beautiful. I know, but isn't it supposed to come back? It's supposed to get worse. I, I, yeah, yeah. I heard that it's going to rain next week, but it is what it is. So real quick, uh, I want to start off by if you're watching us live on Instagram, I actually went and saw my good friend Ty Herndon in concert last night. Unbelievable. He sang 
songs by Bonnie, Bonnie Raitt. He sang uh, Walking in Memphis, things that are not songs he normally does. And it was unbelievable, the, as good as his voice sounds. So I'm wearing a Patriot shirt from um, the show. And if you actually go and you sign up for Patriot with Ty Herndon, then you might get your own free T-shirt. But I'm you did me to say hello. And we'll be coming back to Texas pretty soon, which will be pretty cool. Did you say something? No. But, oh, I um, thought you were saying I, you were excited I, I, to see him. <laughs> no, well, I am excited to see Ty. Um, I couldn't um, – I had a previous obligation. I couldn't attend last night, but um, oh, I, I would that. love to go back to – I, I would I would love to go back to the uh, – uh, I would love to visit with him in person and talk to him about politics. You know that's what I like to do. Um. <laughs> well, let me let me just uh, warm you up to this. Ty hates yeah. politics. He can't do anything uh-huh. about it, so he would much rather focus on what he can change in the world. So with that being said, let's talk yes. about – I'm not even sure what to call them anymore because I the, I think the Republican Party. Now I've joked about this. I think the Repub uh, back when you know who was uh, whatever <laughs> at this point. Yes, I do. Okay, so I've I said that on that day the Re- Republican Party died. So. Mm-hmm. With their actions in the last few days, I think I can pretty much say that their Republican Party is dead. Would you agree? Well, it's an interesting thing because part of me, in in short, I think the Republican Party is making a massive mistake. But I don't think – I think calling them dead – the problem with that is they're still incredibly dangerous and have quite a lot of power. So it, it's it, it's not true that they're – I mean, for example, they just passed restrictive voting laws in several states, and including one cleared the House in Texas is likely to be signed by Governor Abbott. So, you know, they, they are still working. The, the factism in the leadership of the Republican Party is centered around the question of – whether or not there should be any accountability for the attempted coup on January 6th is incredibly telling about what their plan is because one would assume, given the facts of the attempted coup on January 6th, that the leadership of the party of the failed coup, an attempted failed coup, right? Um, the, The leadership of the party would stand against the the portions of the party like Donald Trump and some of his most vocal supporters that um, were trying to uh, shift blame away from that coup and, you know, oh, it was BLM. Oh, it was Antifa. Um, You know, oh, they were just tourists. It wasn't so bad. That's, um, you would think that considering that coup failed, Donald Trump lost, they lost control of the Senate, that, and his popularity and polling is consistently poor, um, that, that they would make the strategic decision to stop supporting him, but they've apparently made the strategic decision, you know, McCarthy and um, uh, Scalise and others in the leadership have made the strategic decision that actually we need to double down on the lie that the election was stolen and that the January 6th um, uh, coup attempt was nothing more than a peaceful protest. Um, and, and, you know, that doubling down, I think, is a, um, I think it is a strategic mistake, but it is incredibly dangerous for the future of this country and our democracy if the GOP in its current form taking that policy position, continue to take that policy position through the 22 midterms and the 24 presidential race. You know, if they win the 22 midterms and win the 24 presidential race with Trump or DeSantis or someone like that, um, 
you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene as vice president, you, you better believe that we're never going to have free and fair elections again. Uh, I mean, it is the end of the experiment in uh, liberal democracy that is, that is America if portion of the party is allowed to really take control of the reins of power again. So, you know, so, okay. calling the GOP dead, I don't, I don't think they're dead. I think they're incredibly dangerous, and there is a schism. See, I think, I think that they show they're showing they're showing the their party uh, and their voters that they don't have a clue who they are. In fact, what I've heard yep. a friend of mine in D.C. the people who actually fund the, G, the Republicans have sent a letter mm-hmm. to all the people that are actually in charge, and we don't have to go through all of them because they're all a bunch of cowards. But the thing is, is they've told them, get your act together or we'll replace you ourselves. Now, I don't know if that's a possibility. I don't know if that's a possibility or not. Copperhead, one second. He's going to join us too also almost. But the thing is, is that I don't understand this guy, and we'll say his name, Trump. Throw up in my mouth. The thing is, is that he lost them the White House. He lost them the Senate. He lost them the, the popular House. And now, but when he was president and he could threaten everybody, he had access to over 500 million people, which he will never have access to again. So all of his threats and all the things that he says he's going to do, like, I don't know if you're aware of this almost, but he put out this big memo and blob with the my pillow guy and the my pillow guy looks like he's on crack cocaine on Jimmy Kimmel. I kid you not. And the thing is, is I actually that, saw that. What is, I, it was painful to watch. Didn't you it think was. so? It was yeah. very awkward. And he, he, he's, I mean, the guy's a lunatic. I, I'm sure, you know, congratulations on making money selling pillows, but he, he's, but he went Not and vetted so much. Them. He's delusional. He does. That's why he supports them is because he vetted them, and he definitely looked to their past. And uh, that was my favorite part. You, you vetted a guy who's gone bankrupt so many times, and you want to go into business with him. Okay. And then, and then you call your uh, your online servers are basically a blog. Frank, what a racist. I mean, I mean okay, let's yeah. not even say it's racist. Let's just say it does not appeal to the mass majority of the community. And so far, what I'm hearing is over 80% of Donald Trump's followers are not following him on his blog that he said was going to take over Twitter and be bigger than Facebook. And, you know, all the grandioso bullshit. Excuse me. I don't want to cuss. I'll tell you why later almost. But the thing is, is that we... Someone's got to wake up here because this is all being done on a big lie by a big fat (laughs) orange man that is just a sore loser. And we have people like Kevin McCarthy and um, Mitch McConnell. Someone cut their balls off in the middle of the night because they're no longer men. I mean, I just I don't get it. I don't get it. Let's talk about how, how history repeats itself. And almost, you can back mm. me up on this. You know a little bit more about history than I do. But we are literally in a second generation of McCarthyism. And during uh, the Red Scare, during the uh, Communist Scare from before, it was McCarthy who went through and pointed at people like Lucille Ball in Hollywood and pro athletes and pro celebrities and other politicians. And anyone he did not like, he labeled them a communist. They were brought before Congress and blackballed by anyone in society and therefore ruined anyone that got in his way, anyone. And that's exactly what we're doing now. McCarthyism is back in full swing. They point at somebody who doesn't do rank and file, somebody who disagrees with what whitewash or fake story that they're coming up with, and they're removed from office. The only challenge that we have with all of this is we can't just blow away a second party and say, okay, we're a one-party system, and that's how it's going to be, because then we're an authoritarian. We get one person up there for election. There's nobody to compete against them, no ideas to stretch. 
the whole point of our system working is that we have a conservative and a liberal section that balance and check each other and keep us on the American dream. That's how we keep those guards up, if you will, so that we just don't go and bone somebody else's alley pretty much. But without having well, that dual system, we're not challenged. Well, I like your analysis, but I, I have a few different ways to respond to it. First of all, I think that the comparison of um, the purge of the Republican Party to the McCarthyism and Red Scare of the 60s is apropos and appropriate. I think you're absolutely right that, um, you know, kicking Liz Cheney out of her leadership. Right. Kicking Liz Cheney out of her leadership post. And I disagree with Liz Cheney on almost every aspect of policy, on war and taxes and and, and that kind of thing. I completely disagree with her. But she is 100% correct that what happened on January 6th was an attempted coup or an insurrection, and there needs to be somebody held to account for that. Um, Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Let's listen to what Liz Cheney said. Here we go. Today, we face a threat America has never seen before. A former president who provoked a violent attack on this Capitol in an effort to steal the election has resumed his aggressive effort to convince Americans that the election was stolen from him. He risks inciting further violence. Millions of Americans have been misled by the former president. They have heard only his words, but not the truth as he continues to undermine our democratic process, sowing seeds of doubt about whether democracy really works at all. I am a conservative Republican, and the most conservative of conservative principles is reverence for the rule of law. The Electoral College has voted. More than 60 state and federal courts, including multiple judges the former president appointed, have rejected his claims. The Trump Department of Justice investigated the former president's claims of widespread fraud and found no evidence to support them. The election is over. That is the rule of law. That is our constitutional process. Those who refuse to accept the rulings of our courts are at war with the Constitution. Our duty is clear. Every one of us who has sworn the oath must act to prevent the unraveling of our democracy. This is not about policy. This is not about partisanship. This is about our duty as Americans. Remaining silent and ignoring the lie emboldens the liar. I will not participate in that. I will not sit back and watch in silence while others lead our party down a path that abandons the rule of law and joins the former president's crusade to undermine our democracy. We Do we get a standing ovation on that one? It, it, so, so that's exactly what I was saying prior to the break, is it's not about policy. It's about the Constitution and the rule of law. And I, I completely agree with everything she said, even though I disagree with almost every one of her policy positions. And to, so, and to break it down, we've had the executive, legislative, and judicial branches. There's three branches that check and balance each other. That's how our system is set up. And it's never been intended that the executive branch declares war on the legislative branch, especially when the number two, number three, and number four of the powers that precede the president are all in the same building. He sent his branch into war, his followers into war, to put up hangman's news, to attack police officers, and to incite a riot, and then he's just going to pretend that it didn't happen and that they were just there singing kumbaya. Referring to, I, I want to go back to what Copperhead was talking about with the reference to McCarthyism and the purges that happened in the 60s. And I want to actually go back to the 1930s in uh, yep. post Weimar Republic Germany with um, exactly. there's something called the Beer Hall Putsch, which is um, Hitler uh, attempted a coup where he would. Um, over using uh, beer hall workers overrun the Bundestag, overrun the um, basically the German parliament um, to uh, install himself as an authoritarian. 
And he was actually arrest, investigated, arrested, and jailed. Hitler, most people don't know this, before Hitler rose to power in the 1930s, there was an unsuccessful coup that he attempted to lead, and he was, he was investigated, he was arrested, and he was jailed. He was subsequently released, where, and then he had a second coup, which was successful in the, in the late 1930s and led to his installation as the Fuhrer, as the, as the supreme leader of Germany. And so, to, you know, going history back to my point, itself. kind of, exactly, history repeats itself. The, the, the way that we guard against Trump and the anti-democratic forces in the GOP, um, the, the, way we, the way we guard against them is by um, light and transparency. We need a a 911 style commission so that or, well, and you notice too what happened since, yeah since day 1 since day 1 when Trump took office the press was the enemy news was the enemy mm-hmm. information was the enemy right. listen only to me i'm the only voice that sort of reason if he would preach that every single conference every single time he had an outlet and to this day mm-hmm. it's always been listen to me i'm the voice of reason they are all lying it's all fake news and that's the exact same way that Hitler, that McCarthy, and others have tried to take over their forms of government to put themselves in power. And that's scary. If that doesn't give a, a chill down everyone's spine who believes in democracy, this is it here, kids. We need to stop it. Hey, guys, that music means we need to take a break and uh... – We'll be right back, so everybody stay right where you are because we're having a great conversation, especially about what you just talked about in the 30s almost. I didn't even know that. I mean, there's so Look many. Look Beer Hall Punch. It's really interesting. I, I, I definitely will do that. But everybody remember mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Our show tonight is brought to you by um, American Wealth Group USA. If you need to end your debt permanently, give them a call at 469-399-6390. And also, make sure that you follow All You Need to Know Radio. We are about to hit 300,000 people on Instagram alone. Uh, Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Tumblr, Snapchat, everywhere. And make sure you're telling your friends about us because... If you're not listening to All You Need to Know Radio, you are not in the know. You are listening to America and Around the World's number one show. Thanks to you, we are so proud. I'm sitting here looking at the Instagram just blowing up. We've got some good things coming for you. Just don't give up on us. And also, if you have any stories for us, and you would like us to try to help you with this, email us at allyouneedtoknowradio at gmail.com in the subject matter, put Copperhead. With that, don't go anywhere. On the other side, we're going to keep talking about the crazy, almost not there anymore, Republican Party. All right, here we go. But only you can create the memories. We've made it the longest lasting, but only you can make it family. And that's why, for 80 years, we don't make cheap. You do. Right now, get 3750 combined cash allowance plus $750 bonus cash on 2020 Jeep Cherokee models. With you, but before we sign, I gotta ask. Sure, anything. We searched you online, and maybe you can explain this. Can't believe that garbage is still coming in. That is so false. Frustrated with your online search results? Call Reputation Defender today to join tens of thousands who improve their online reputation. Get your free reputation report card at reputationdefender.com or call 1 877 866 8555.
Welcome back to in America and around the world to the number one show, All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. We are heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio, and right now we are on live on Instagram. And uh, it's just amazing, guys. Everything keeps coming. We were notified by iHeartRadio that we're one of the top podcasts. So you can basically hear, if you miss any of our shows, you can hear them on Spotify, Google Play, uh, anywhere that you hear your popular podcast, you're going to hear All You Need to Know Radio. And tonight's show, once again, is brought to you exclusively by American Wealth Group USA. Make sure, if you are having trouble with debt, Make sure that you give them a call, guys. They're one of the best, or they would not be sponsoring our show. Uh, 469-399-6390. is 469-399-6390. Anybody who calls tonight, make sure you say the word radio, and you get 50% off their outstanding debt settlement services. Now, let's return to our show with Almost Wolvers with Roy and our special investigator reporter, Copperhead. We are talking about how the Republicans removed third in line Liz Cheney. Keep in mind, Liz Cheney is actually the daughter of the former vice president of the United States. And I was talking to Copperhead earlier today, and I was saying, you know what? If it were me and I were the former vice president of the United States, I would pick up the phone and tell Donald Trump to lay off my daughter. I will kick your butt. That's simple. So let's get back to the show. What do you think about that almost? Do you think that uh, Dick Cheney should pick the phone up and make that call? I um, uh, have a feeling that Donald Trump wouldn't listen to him, but um, I, Imagine that. you know, Dick, Dick, I think that Dick Cheney uh, might. I mean, it certainly would make sense for him to support his daughter. Um, I, you know, big but picture, I, I think. Right, exactly. Stand up for her. But I, th- I think big picture, the, the real issue is that, the new litmus test for whether or not you're part of the Republican Party is whether or not you will, you know, perjure yourself. It's not, it's not perjury because it's whether you will lie. It's whether, whether or not you, you will, will kiss the ring of the fat Oompa right. Loompa from Willy Wonka. I'll say it if nobody right. else and, will. And, and that and that is so problematic, as, as Copperhead was saying, our, syst- our, our system of government the way we have it set up, and it's very, very hard to change, is um, functions essentially as a two-party system. And if one of the if one of the two parties is just out to lunch, I mean, completely yeah, I, ignoring reality, it becomes almost so, impossible to have a reasonable government. So we've talked about this briefly before on an old, old episode. But there have been mm-hmm. times in our history where we've been able to change parties, where we went from before Democratic yep. Republican, we had Whigs, we had uh, – forgive me, Democratic Republic was almost – Republicans were actually one party kind of thing, and then they split in half. So, like, what is it mm-hmm. – what big instances have taken over these 250-plus years for something like that severe to happen? Well, I think that one, that's an excellent question, and it's it's more of like a historical question than a political question. Right, I know it's not but I think that, <laughs> Yeah, but 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 I think that from from a historical perspective, it it is things like an insurrection or a civil war or um, you know the the 1920s Great Depression that has caused. Um, schisms and splits in uh, political parties in America. So, you know, it's not a crazy thing that potentially um, the Republican Party, as it currently stands in 2021, could break up or partially break up because of this schism. But I'm afraid that... We have our right. own economic structure, we have our own diseases and everything, and that's a lot of things that have instigated some of this in the past. Right, but then the, the, the issue becomes the, the 
world has become so much more interconnected and complex. And um, since even the most recent time that we had a splitting parties and because of that, you know, certain things like the commission on presidential debates has private contracts with the, both the democratic and the Republican party. And it might be really, really challenging um, for a viable third party to appear on the scene. I mean, the, the Democrats and the Republicans in some ways have colluded to um, make it incredibly hard for somebody like the Libertarians or the Greens to ever get um, a real seat at the table. And um, because of some of those structural issues, I'm not certain how a real schism would play out, but it is my estimation that despite people like Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney and Miles Taylor, um, who's a former uh, Homeland Security official and quite an important guy in our government, um, you know, just because those people have backed away from Donald Trump and explicitly called out the lie and said we shouldn't be doing it, unfortunately, it appears that they're losing and there aren't enough of them um, to really make this change and that we're just going to be in this situation where we have <laughs> – this Looney Tunes political party. Almost. Who are you saying yeah. has actually called Donald Trump out? Because I can't think of any Republican that actually means anything. Well, Liz Cheney it means something. She's the number three. Who besides her? You know, and look what and, well, and then, got her. She's gone. Right. You've and seen a lot of different she, spokespeople and representatives of the Republican Party go on national news syndication and be like, this is not my Republican Party. I still am Republican, but I do not recognize the party that I'm in. And they're actively calling for changes, even on their smaller platforms. And enough small platforms right. that come together. Mm-hmm. And, and my point, Copperhead, is that it appears that those people are losing. And I agree yeah. that there's quite, a few voice, there's quite a few voices out there that are, are calling for the Republican Party to be more rational. But they, they appear to, to be losing to the irrational aspects of the Republican let's talk, Party. Let's talk a little yeah. bit about why that is. Well, Dude, but hold on a second. Hold, seeing, on a second. Yep. hold on a second, guys. Mm-hmm. The last Thanks. thing mm-hmm. that I heard before we, we went on the air is that Donald Trump and a lot of the Republicans are threatening to start another party. Could that really happen? I think it's the other way around, sir. I think it's the other way around, yeah, sir. I Liz too. Cheney I and, and Kissinger or whatever, the, the, the House Republican Kissinger, uh, Kitzinger, I may be mispronouncing that, and a few others like that Miles Taylor guy who was quite influential. I was, I was telling, um, even though he's a former official, he's, he's a, kind of a big shot. Um, Not to mention former president. Those people are talking about starting a different party, but I, I'm telling you, it appears to me that they're, it, it's going to be ineffective. Um, I, I may be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. For the sake of our country, I hope I'm wrong. But it's, you know, well, we have to deal with a hand of one dealt. Let's just look at yeah. one thing. When Donald Trump had all this power and everybody was scared of him, and apparently mm-hmm. these old guys that have lost their balls – they also have bad hearing because they still think that Donald Trump still has the same kind of power. And if you reach, mm-hmm. you used to reach 500 million people, and now you reach maybe 130,000 people. I just don't think your message gets out there that much. And but let's talk about. I could be. I could be. Louder. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. So, but my one gut of the biggest, feeling biggest, is that as time goes on, Donald Trump will become more and more irrelevant. You're missing, you're missing one of the big key players here, and it's called the dollar bill. And when you have okay. companies who immediately pulled away from uh, Republican and lawmakers that were in what they saw as part of the insurrection for the 6th, January 6th, and there's still there's other companies that are now donating more, if not continue donating to those same lawmakers. You have some major players who have gone through and started donating money. Um, the cook industries alone, who have always been against anything that has to do with uh, freedoms. Cigna, you mm. have uh, Blue Skies, uh, Toyota. Toyota pretty much said that our company comes first, and that our people are secondary. 
in quotes that they've given out to the press. Um, the National Association so, of Realtors so David, has continued David, donating. I want, I want to understand, David, I want to understand what your allegation is. So I think it's an interesting allegation, but I want to set it forth in a very direct way. You're stating that corporations continue to right. donate to the Republican Party because they Not prefer. Not the Republican Party. But to the okay. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. To, to, to well, the GOP you need to who, be more, hold on, hold on, mm-hmm. Dave uh, mm-hmm. Copperhead, you need to be more clear what you're saying because I'm even confused. Let, let me give you an example. <laughs> National Association of Realtors is a major political donor that spent $154.3 million on political do- donations lobbying in the 2019-2020 election cycles, and they have not mm-hmm. backed down from any of their donations to the Republican Party, even though they said they were going to look at their – their donations and reevaluate them. They have not dropped a dollar. So, I see, so, so what your point is, your, your point is, is that the corporate masters who are saying in, in public relations statements, hey, this is unacceptable, we believe in democracy, they're not putting their money where their mouth is, and they actually prefer authoritarianism. Exactly. That's what I'm seeing. I, have, and I, I, have, I don't uh, think you're – I'm going to send this. I, 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 let me, let me respond know. to that. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't agree with that. Go ahead. Well, let, me, let me respond to that. I, I want to respond because I think it's an interesting point. Um, and I, I don't think it's insane. I don't think you're completely off base, but I actually disagree. Um, I think that the Republicans have for a long time um, – it's about taxes and it's about wages and labor protections rather than right. anything to do with democracy and voting rights. I think that, you know, aside from whatever, corpora- some corporations have come out and said, you know, we're boycotting Georgia. We stand with voting rights. They shouldn't have done what they did in the Georgia, you know, but then they are still donating to the Republican Party. Why are they doing that? Because they don't really right. care about voting rights. They care about labor protections right. and tax law, and the Republicans still support uh, labor, uh, you know, bad, 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 or labor, not bad, but labor law that is more favorable to the employer and tax law that is more favorable to the wealthy and corporations. Right. And so, of course, wealthy corporations are going to continue voting with their dollars for the only thing that really matters to them, which is more dollars. So. Hey, yeah. It's a great conversation, and we'll have it a little bit mm-hmm. further. Let's move on a little real quick. Okay. So almost <laughs> with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene literally physically mm-hmm. attacking, from what I'm hearing and what I'm reading, as I'm reading even more right now, what could mm-hmm. AOC do to Marjorie Taylor Greene, and could it lead to her being removed from Congress? That's a very good question, and um, my understanding is that the verbal assault, because I don't think she actually like punched her. It was a verbal assault, but it was a really nasty one where she like stalked her and screamed at her for supporting terrorism or something in the halls of Congress. And it was right outside um, of her office and stuff. But right, and so that's, that's, that, that's horrific behavior, and I think that there's a p- potential – um, through the use of um, House, Repu- House uh, ethics rules, that she could be sanctioned um, via an ethics investigation, which I think I may have. I think I just read the headline, but not the actual article. That Pelosi has already called for um, an ethics investigation into Green for that verbal assault. Um, and what does such a sanction look like? I mean, it could be a monetary sanction where they, you know, pay her $10,000. It also could be um, uh, something like a, pu- a, a something like a public censure. You know, you are hereby told, the House says that you're a bad, naughty girl publicly. Um, and uh, there, I mean, there are more extreme she can be, uh, measures. She can be removed from certain committees and stuff, right? She can be like I, my understanding is she's my understanding is she was already removed from 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 her committee assignments. Um, yeah, she's already following. She's yeah. already removed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So, so I that, mean, they they don't remove her from office, but does, does, was that a fair answer to your question? 
Absolutely. So let's move Mm -hmm. on because time is flying. So Mm -hmm. Matt Gates, let's talk about (laughs) this piece of crap of a human being. And can I do a little reporting about this, John? I'm going to throw the whole thing to you, but I'm going to set it up a little bit. I think Matt Gates thinks he's as powerful as Donald Trump. And I think that if he, I think if he, Follows in Donald Trump's foot traps, deny, 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 deny. I think he thinks it's going to go away. I think he's going to have a sad awakening based off of things that I literally just read off the internet of the guy that's getting ready to turn against him. But yes, mm-hmm. you have the floor, almost. Go ahead. Thank you, because this is a topic that really, really interests me because I think the guy's a scumbag and one of the most salacious stories to come out of DC in a while. Um, I, I encourage both uh, Copperhead and John and uh, all of the listeners, there is a really interesting, I believe it's a Daily Beast long-form article that was written a couple of days ago describing in great detail the uh, allegations against uh, Gates and his co-conspirator, uh, a Florida politician named Greenberg. Um, there's, uh, I mean, look, this is a... PG-13 show, so I'm going to not go into um, too much salacious detail, but um, let's just say there's uh, quite a lot of sex, drugs, and money involved, Um, and uh, with, you know, transporting young girls across state lines for drug-fueled sex parties is basically what the allegation is, and um, what happened today, the big development that John may have been referring to in his open of this story, is that uh, Greenberg, the Florida politician, has apparently turned state witness and signaled his intent in the federal court case um, against him. There's a, there's a federal criminal prosecution already against him, and he's signaled his – this morning, he signaled his intent to plead guilty <laughs> – And you don't plead guilty to a federal case without having an agreement with the federal prosecutors, with the district attorney, and um, with the United States attorney. And it is, I mean, it is speculative. We don't actually know, but there is a very high likelihood that Greenberg has been singing like a like a canary and um, basically telling the FBI and the Justice Department, all of the details with names and, you know, corroborating text messages and evidence and things like that. Um, And I think Mr. Gates is quite likely to be indicted um, in the next, you know, maybe two or three months, maybe even sooner. And, um, you know, Duncan Hunter, who is the last congressman, Republican, by the way, who was indicted for – uh, insider trading and uh, other shenanigans with his uh, uh, campaign funds, um, he resigned shortly after being indicted. So I wouldn't be surprised if Congressman Gates uh, was no longer a congressman in the next two or three months as a result of this um, scandal. And I think it's going to be really, really interesting to see how he changes his story after uh, such an indictment is uh, entered and whether or not he will plea or attempt to to go to trial, um, going to trial against the Department of Justice when they've got um, a federal indictment against you is <laughs> a stupid, stupid thing to do, and most people don't do it. So we'll see what happens, but I have a feeling that Gates is in um, a ton of trouble based on today's developments. You know, one thing I've heard is that he may have a pardon in his back pocket from Trump. You you know, you actually mentioned that to me maybe three weeks ago on the show. There's no such thing as a secret pardon. Um, You know, if Trump attempted to do some sort of secret pardon, it's clearly not constitutional. Um, What that would do in the courts, I don't know. But um, it's an interesting thing to think about for sure. Pat that. The, past that, the uh, testimony of the new, the new witness that's coming forward and bringing all this, he has a uh, already proven history of being untrustworthy. Like the stuff that he's already being accused of is fraudulent activity of lying, and it becomes very suspicious about if he's making up testimony to get Gate to get him own, his own self free 
or if this is actually mm-hmm. legitimate, it would have to be corroborated, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's a, you make a good point where, you know, anytime there's a person turning state's witness, you have to be suspicious of the snitch because they have an incentive to give the government what they want to hear to, uh, you know, reduce or falsehood. Right. And, and so, you know, you make a good point, and I am clearly not privy to all of the actual evidence. I don't have it. So it's hard for me to tell the listeners the response to you about, you know, precisely how they corroborate that testimony. But it is my understanding, and, you know, I'm not a federal criminal legal expert. There are other people who that's all they do. It's not what I do. But um, my understanding, I know enough to understand that the, the, the FBI doesn't offer, or excuse me, the Department of Justice doesn't offer um, good deals for guilty pleas in exchange for lenience unless they have fully vetted the underlying evidence that would result in the guilty plea in exchange for lenience. I don't know if that, that was a long winded way of saying, I think they've probably already checked it and it's legit. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, still, it's still one of those things that that will be the first thing the defense is going to throw, uh, throw under the bus is trying to see his uh, credibility, the witness's credibility. Right. And the, the witness statements from some of the young women indicate that he was taking um, ecstasy, that Mr. Greenberg was taking MDMA on a right. regular basis. So that, that clearly affects his judgment. So who knows, I mean, how the criminal trial would look. But presumably, I mean, you know, it's been widely reported that there's a bunch of Venmo receipts. So presumably and if, they've got and the if, evidence. And if, you're, if you are pleading guilty, like almost was just saying, the feds don't normally pl- trade down. So you must be trading right. a pretty big fish to be getting any kind of deal based off the fact what I've heard, they have this guy dead to rights anyway. I mean, that's, like I, I you completely just said, agree, John. Venmo I think that's good analysis. Yeah. I think that's good analysis, John. I, I, I do think we need to be careful. As, as Copperhead said, I do think you need to be careful to verify, you know, the state needs to be careful to verify the evidence prior to offering such a deal. But I'm pretty sure they did it in this one. You know, when you come after a congressman and you're the Department of Justice, you um, basically have one shot and you've got to do it perfectly. So I assume the, the you know, Garland DOJ is really taking this as seriously and doing it as perfectly as they possibly can. But, you know, well, you, can take a political figure. you mean the DOJ can actually take a political figure and actually do their do justice and see whether they're guilty or not. <laughs> I have a feeling that's more of a uh, sarcastic question than a real question, but yes, they can. I'm just saying, it seems like it seems like night and day today. It's a brand new day, folks. A brand new day. The sun is shining. Exactly. Hey, one more one more person that kind of fits this is uh, the mayor of New York, the former president's yes. personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, scum of the earth, in my opinion. Um, and they raided, FBI raided his home at 6 a.m. in the morning, which they never do, and his office. How likely mm-hmm. is it for him to be indicted, and how quickly do you think that will happen? That's a complicated, complicated question. And I have heard some tinkling, tinkling um, in some unverified sources that Giuliani is going to flip. And if that happens, Trump is effed. Um, but uh, if Giuliani does not flip, um, I think he will be indicted. Um, if he flips, don't you think it will be the whole Trump clan? I mean, we're talking everybody, the daughters, the sons, the son-in-law. That's what I'm saying. I've heard some inklings and rumors that that is going to happen. I don't know if it, it's unverified, okay? Nobody take that to the bank. But um, we're going to get really speculative really quick. It's yeah. never been done before. This is something that's never happened to us before as a nation. But what do you do with a president who would be, what, thrown into jail or house arrest? Or, like, how would that even – is there anything that would have any sort of outline for that? You know, the honest truth is, is it would be a unique thing in the history of the American government and our system of government and rule of law. I, I mean, honestly, let's be really frank and sincere. There's 
he, you know, he's not going to go to Gen Pop and Leavenworth. That's not what's going to happen. Um, Did you just say Frank? <laughs> Did you just say Frank? Yeah, I, yes, right. I did, but I was – excuse <laughs> me for it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Mr. Uh, Mr. Trump is as, – as Citizen Trump, you know, invitee, arrestee, whatever, he's not going to gen pop in a normal federal facility. You know, if he does end up with some sort of real criminal punishment, it's likely to be – uniquely tailored to who he is and his situation, and it will probably have very little precedential value for, you know, future criminal issues. It's just going to be what we end up doing with whatever charges get brought and stick. You know what I mean? But what would, I mean, yes, I, sir. I so, I, hey, almost, I know we've kept you for yes. a long time. Let me have you, let mm-hmm. me give you your two-minute warning. Thank you so, so much. Absolutely. You're so amazing. Tell your other half. I said hello and give her a big hug, and here you go. I will. Thank you. So um, one thing that we've talked about quite a bit is the rule of law on this show. Uh, This evening we've talked about justice for, you know, Giuliani, Trump, Gates, um, uh, capital protester, capital rioters, and, you know, a variety of other people, and it all comes down to justice and the rule of law. Well... One of the biggest issues is that they're trying – the GOP are trying to make it almost extremely challenging to vote in um, certain areas. What we haven't talked about today is the most important issue in our country is voting rights. If you are a liberal or a Democrat, you – an independent or a Republican too – Call your congressmen. Call your senators. We need to pass H.R. 1. We need to have federal standards for, for voting to prevent states like Georgia, Texas, and Arizona from running roughshod over our electoral systems and having a true stolen election in 2022 or 2024. That is the most important issue in our country. Thank you so much for the, the time this afternoon and the platform. I will talk to you guys next week. All right, guys. So that was uh, that was our amazing uh, constitutional lawyer uh, with uh, Woolridge and Nunn. When you say uh, Copperhead, I mean he just he just opens everything up, and you're just like, wow. I'm always I'm always impressed when I talk to him. I know a lot about what's going on, and he always just clarifies things. What I love is how he explains it. It's just it's simple, straightforward, and it's digestible. If you guys have any questions for us, though, feel free to reach out to us. We clarify as stuff as we can on our on the blog. We're going to be kind of streamlining that, so it'll be even easier to get a hold of us and get some answers out there. Uh, the biggest struggle, I think, and he's right on it, is it's amazing to me that you have a nation that is set up with voting rights, and that is the foundation, our freedom to vote, our freedom to put representatives in place, so that they can take care of us and that we can take care of them. But it's amazing to me how recently, how much gerrymandering, how much voter suppression, how much, how much closure there is on the ability to vote for individuals and how certain people are marginalized and intimidated so they don't want to vote. And that, if that doesn't speak to the powers of the people, uh, if that doesn't speak to the party's motivation and why they want that why would a party not want you to vote if they're about democracy that's that's right copperhead and thank you so much for bringing that to everybody's attention that music right there means we need to take a break when we come back we're going to talk about our entertainment watch and it's about the princess of pop herself britney spears she has a new um what's the word a new tune in her step, and you know how Brit, everybody's been giving Britney a hard time about being able to uh, dance, and she doesn't sing, and blah, 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 blah. Well, Britney Spears is dancing her ass off, and we're going to tell you why when we come back. This is uh, somebody she dated, Justin Timberlake, with the group NSYNC, incredibly in- entertaining group. Definitely should get their music. We'll be right back, guys. Please don't go anywhere as All You Need to Know Radio is brought to you by all, um, 
American Wealth Group USA. And uh, if you have any questions about anything, remember you can email us at uh, all you need to know radio at gmail.com and we will respond to you. Okay. So with that, do not go anywhere. We will be right, right back. For people living with HIV, keep being you and ask your doctor about Victarvi. Victarvi is a complete one pill, once a day treatment used for HIV in certain adults. It's not a cure, but with one small pill, Victarvi fights HIV to help you get to and stay undetectable. That's when the amount of virus is so low, it cannot be measured by a lab test. Research shows people who take HIV treatment every day and get to and stay undetectable can no longer transmit HIV through sex. Serious side effects can occur, including kidney problems and kidney failure. Rare, life-threatening side effects include a buildup of lactic acid and liver problems. Do not take Victarvi if you take dofetilide or rifampin. Tell your doctor about all the medicines and supplements you take if you are pregnant or breastfeeding, or if you have kidney or liver problems, including hepatitis. If you have hepatitis B, do not stop taking Victarvi without talking to your doctor. Common side effects were diarrhea, nausea, and headache. If you're living with HIV, keep loving who you are and ask your doctor if Victarvi is right for you. Yourself. Welcome back to the mirror. And know you're not alone. Because this... Come on, Jesse, one more. ...is a reflection of an unstoppable community in the mirror. And here is the one and only Princess of Pop, undisputed Britney Spears. Take a listen. So Britney Spears has been under a conservatorship, and we've talked about that in great detail. And if you'd like to know about that, go back to uh, our show about three weeks ago. And if you look at the tags in our show, you'll be able to see uh, what we talk about during those shows. Um, But she's been in a conservatorship for, I believe, over 21 years and where her dad has just milked her for about $750,000 every quarter, and it goes up, up, up. And Britney Spears has finally finally, uh, reached out to her attorneys personally, and she has said that she wants to talk to the judge herself. She does not want to do it through her attorneys. She does not want to do it through her parents. She is a grown woman, and she wants to do it on her own. What do you think about that, Copperhead? You know about Brittany. I mean, it's, it's her responsibility. It's her career. She is. She used to be involved in every aspect of her business, from the choreography to the staging to who was hired for it, who traveled with her. And she had a lot of support that way. And she was able to balance all of that and make herself the legend that she is. Her first video was her choreography and her friends from school who may hit me baby one more time happened. So by herself, she's a force to be reckoned with. And she knew every part of where her money was going, what her business was doing, how her people were. And it wasn't until she had kids and the stress of divorce and the spotlight constantly on her and digging into her that she ended up kind of losing a little bit of sight of where she wanted to be. Now she's had a chance to kind of back out. She's accepted who she is. She accepts the limelight that she wasn't completely hiding from before and she's wanting to use her platforms to do what she loves which is performing which is entertaining but she doesn't want to do it with a yoke around her neck of people who don't appreciate her and the way her father has been treating her and the way that governorship was written she is not allowed to do what she wants to do she's not allowed to to have the creative outlets that she wants to have and she's definitely not allowed to say what she wants to say so for her to be able to go to the judge and take responsibility for this and make her voice heard, save Brittany. 
I'm all for this. That's right. You know, there is a uh, thing going, hashtag Free Britney, and it's on Hulu called Framing Britney Spears. Highly, highly recommend that you uh, watch it. Also, Britney Spears is involved herself with Netflix and BBC to actually be really involved in um, what they're going to put out about her. And she's going to be giving some, uh, you know, she's actually, what's been kind of interesting about all of this is that a lot of journalists have come under fire from people by the way they treated her just because, you know, she's a mega superstar. So with that being said, we wish Britney Spears all the luck in the world. Of course, we will try to get Britney on our show just as soon as we can. I've actually met her. She's doing new. Absolutely. I've actually met her, and she's a down-to-earth person. And if you just go to her Instagram, just go to her Instagram if you want to smile, because she is in a different place. And with that, we're going to do our song pick of the week. And our song pick of the week this week is kind of special. Uh, It's by, uh, if you are watching us live on Instagram, Ty Herndon uh, has a new uh, fan club that uh, it's only $10 a month, guys, and you get the most incredible things, Patreon. uh, And I'm a member, uh, several people I know is a member, and it's just incredible. But yesterday marks the day that his very first song, What Mattered Most, went number one in 1995. So we're going to make that song our song pick of the week. And uh, this version is new. It's dangerous, and it's honest, and it's in your face. Here is country music star Ty Herndon, 17 charted hits, seven number one hits. And it's just going to get better. Here we go. Hey, guys. Ty Herndon here. You know, this song's always been very special to me. 25 years ago, I walked in the studio and recorded this song. And now I'm about to sing it for you the way I wish I could have sang it for you then. Patreon. Uh, we'll put a link on this post and uh, go to Ty Herndon, official Ty Herndon. He's on all social media. And real quick, we're going to let Copperhead say goodbye to everybody in America and around the world. And we'll close the show out. Go ahead, Copperhead. So I think our show's pretty much wrapped itself up. We talked about history and how it repeats itself. We've talked about you as a voter how you can make yourself a known and aware and make sure that you support honest and integrity of our, our leadership and making sure that we don't repeat the same mistakes and the same horrors that have happened from McCarthyism to Nazism and how to keep those at bay. I think it's really, really important that you take notice of the information you're getting, where you're getting it from, how you're getting it, and if it's verified or if it's just fantasized. Either way, You need to keep yourself as informed as possible so that when it comes time to vote for your B's or your R's or your I's or your green, that you're able to make that conscious decision. Also, we're going to put a link into that uh, news article that I read to you guys earlier about where uh, businesses are still donating money to politicians who are being – are being completely false about what happened on the 6th and how dangerous that can be. So if you want to put your pocketbooks – up to work and keep away from those businesses and start supporting businesses that have done that change and have removed their political dollars from these lies, then please, by all means, we support honesty and integrity here at the show. We hope you guys do the same. Thank you so much, Copperhead. We greatly appreciate it. And guys, 
we have run out of time. And I'm John Hollywood, your host. We are heard every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And as always, at this time, I ask you to get up and look in the mirror and ask yourself, what have you done today to make yourself feel proud? You know, the world's a hard place right now. And a lot of people are struggling. You know, we've got people that are on unemployment, and the government wants to pull their unemployment just because they're a bunch of hateful people that have never had to live the way that we are living right now. Our country is just now starting to get back to the way it was. Please get vaccinated. Please don't listen to any of the other crap that is going around. Get vaccinated, okay? With that, keep preaching for the stars because that's where it all begins. Never let anyone tell you who to love, how to love, or how to make your dreams come true. You forge your own path or you could find yourself in a place you don't want to be. And with that, we would like to thank Copperhead for being on our show tonight. And, of course, my sidekick, Almost Warwards with Warwards and None. And until next week, good night from all you need to know radio studios in Dallas, Texas. Take care of each other. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.